All right, so we have been doing the Revert series, and like I said, you guys have really been enjoying it, and we are on part three today. If you already missed part one, part two, go back and get them and listen to them first and come back today. Today, we're talking about a heavy, heavy subject that's hard for a lot of women, which is something where we would be like, the struggle is real. Dealing with family and friends once you've decided to go on the straight path. Now, ironically, people who take their shahada and literally come to Islam after coming from a different religion experience an extreme amount of difficulty with their family, isolation, internal struggles and warfares, and the same when people decide to get a bit more religious, lose their loose friends, beyond the deen more. I'm talking born Muslims, like actually maybe put on hijab now, dress more modestly. They really experience a very similar struggle. And that's because it's all test, guys. Allah's testing our sincerity. We've made this decision, but when things get hot and difficult, do we run away or do we embrace it? Because we really, really mean it. He's testing our ikhlas, our sincerity. And so that's really hard. So today, I want to give you some advice on how to deal with those family and friends when it's hard. And we have something like this when it comes to Christmas time for Christians and like Halloween time where we talk about how to deal with family in times of holidays. But when it's not a holiday, right? When you're just dealing with them in general, judging you, giving you advice, shunning you, like whatever it is. I want to talk to you about what are some things that you can do that will be really good to do. Huge pieces of advice, things that I've given, like I said, for two decades. I want to share them with you. And I feel really good about this series because I can definitely know that any sister can come and I can send her to the series and I can know and I suggest that you do the same thing. Share this with any sister that you think could benefit and would find this information incredibly helpful. If you're not a revert, quote unquote, you know, per se, and you're just listening to the series, but then you meet somebody who's going to become Muslim or just became Muslim, definitely share this series with them so they can understand because whether you realize it or not, these are things that the typical person in that experience goes through and they really need the support. All right, deal? All right, so let's go into some suggestions. The first one is be firm on your belief. Being firm on your belief is key and it will take you incredibly far. You have to stick to your guns and you have to alleviate the doubt you have about things in your deen. When you say deen, I mean religion and your Islam. For example, a lot of women will come to Islam. They feel it's absolutely beautiful. Sometimes a guy guided them there, but they're not so sure about hijab and they don't really believe it's necessary for them and they don't really believe that they have to do it and they kind of doubt it so they don't really do it and they stay away from it and they avoid it and all these other things. You have to then face your family who's questioning you, you know, like, okay, well, you don't even wear hijab. They're not going to say hijab. They're going to say a scarf or whatever. So like, why do you have to like not eat pork with us when we sit down at dinner? Or like, why do you have to go and pray and you can't, you know, come to the movies with us or whatever it is, you know, at this time. And so just like 
being 100% firm on your religion and your decision and your choice will make it so much more evident to everyone else that you are not a wishy-washy Muslim. You're not like Muslim when it's convenient and easy. And then they're going to take you more seriously about, you know, because my parents did that for, for years about things that I made in decisions. They always just were like trying to test me and see if I was really going to stick with that when they were waving other things around me. And they saw a pretty, pretty... <laughs> pretty fast that I'm pretty thick headed when it comes to decisions. But guess what? They were decisions that were really good. Like they were about like eating a whole plant based like um, diet and things like that. And they were like, oh, you know, you should just eat this process, this and that. And I was like, no, and I don't want to feed that to my children. And I felt really positive about these things. And later on, I found that these are the best decisions for me. And ironically, they turned around and asked me for help so they could do it too. And it became a trend. So, you know, like, here's the thing, you might feel really ostracized in that moment, but people come around. I had a lot of my family, even with my homeschooling. Homeschooling's another one. Everyone gives me a lot of slack for that in my family. Why do you have to always be different? Why can't you just send them to school? And by the way, my children have been to school. Some of my children, they've been to public, they've been to private. But after raising children, after seeing the systems, after teaching the systems, it's just a choice that I've made, especially in light of a lot of recent shifts and different things going on with what they're teaching children in school, with the LGBT curriculum, with the sexual... Um, you know, um, like lessons that they have that are really, really prominent in the U.S. and the U.K. It's they're just getting a different narrative that I don't need them to have. I need them to have my narrative, our narrative as Muslims, and then they can have that stuff as supplemental life information, but not as like the main thing that they use to identify how life works when it's not from a law. It's not, and so I have chosen that. Gotten lots of trouble with my family. Lots of slack later on, ironically, I literally, right before I went on travel, had family members approach me that were sick and tired of the school systems with COVID and were like, we've decided we want to homeschool, but we have no idea what we're doing. Could you please help us? The same people who were criticizing me, right? So it is something where you could feel like no one's ever going to think differently or change, but oh, it becomes so interesting later on. So have faith get strong in your beliefs and you will find it so much easier, but you can't be wishy-washy. You can't be halvesy. You can't put on hijab, take it off. I mean, I mean, I know people go through that and there's that thing. Well, it's like, don't discourage them. But my point is the faster you're strong about what you believe, the easier it will be and people will take you more seriously. Number two, continue to learn so you can grow and explain better. It feels horrible when you like don't really know to the fullness of what you're trying to say about who you now are. And people ask you questions, you're like, I don't know, I have to go look it up. And they're like, how did you change your entire life and yet you don't know? Come on, like they don't take you seriously. So I think that's really, really important. And I suggest that to people to take you know, the learning of their dean seriously and not to just take it off of random people if you heard me talk about that in part one and to really make it just something that is part of your schedule where you just learn a little bit every day. I mentioned in um, part two some resources for that and you can always feel free to DM me. Number three, have patience and be kind. It does get better. And I was telling this to someone the other day in the story of one of the Sahaba like that he would go all the time to his mother's house. And, you know, people forget that in the time of the Prophet, peace be upon him, people were turning to Islam and they had parents that were not Muslims. Okay? You're not the only one in the time of the Prophet, right? The Prophet, peace be upon him, there was no 
Islamic religion before him. Therefore, his parents did not formally practice Islam and his family members himself. So you are not far from what the Prophet, peace be upon him, experienced. And that particular Sahaba, he recalls going to his parents' house every day and, and having them like flog him every time he opened the door they would hit him he would just literally bend over and let his mother beat him until she was tired and that's the way she dealt with him and then like he would just be so kind to her like and just salam alaikum and then go on in after like you know like didn't yell at her didn't go back and forth with her one day after so many times of him going there and her opening the door and hitting him and him just bending out a grown man, okay? His mother opens the door and basically says, and basically expresses to him that she has never seen him a better son than since he had become Muslim. So what I suggest to you is that you become the epitome of what you say you now believe. And people will see that you have changed and become only an incredibly better version of what you once were. So if you were a very fiery, angry person, which I know some of us were in our past selves, you know, now you're more patient, you're more loving, you're more understanding, you're more reasonable. When you show these things to people, people start to say, hmm, what is this religion they're on? This seems really, really interesting. And then they become open-minded a lot more than you just like spitting off verses from a book. You're, you're, mannerisms and your character speak volumes. The next thing I will say to you, so just have patience. It gets better. Like I said, you're going to find a lot of people come around. Just do your best to be consistent with your self-development and be patient. When you leave something for the sake of Allah, he replaces it with something better. I cannot tell you friends that I had that I lost when I changed in certain parts of my life and I let certain things go whether it be this or that, and like so many reverts and born Muslims who end up becoming serious, their family, you know, this or that. Like when you give up something for the sake of Allah, like we did a whole one on like, I think when we did the one on TikTok, if you go back and list that one, a lot of girls were expressing that they had given up music, but Allah had replaced it with something better for them. Like whatever it is that you're going through, just know that Allah knows you need something to fill that void he will put it there for you you just have to trust okay and lastly know that not everyone will accept your choice and that's okay that literally is life i think it was i don't think i've ever like quoted abraham lincoln what is it is it him or someone else he said you can please all some of the people some of the people all the time, but not all the people some of the time. Something like that. Something like there's no way everybody's going to like what you decide. It's just it's not even humanly possible. So if people don't like it, that's okay. Agree to disagree, right? That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has that surah, right? To you be your way and to me be mine, right? In kafirun. To you be your way, to me be mine. Let's just agree to disagree and just call it a day and keep it moving. Move, let's talk about something else. We don't got to talk about religion every time we come into the house just because now I'm a Muslim or now I decided to put on hijab or now I decided to pray regularly or now I decided. Like we can just talk about something else. I know people who used to go at it with their parents and then like, I'm like, but do you guys have anything else in common you like to talk about? Oh yeah, we like to talk about cooking or traveler. I'm like, cool, talk about that. You don't have to always every time go at it with them about religion. 
because it's just it's just going to be a turn off. Nobody's going to want to fight every time they see that person, like when they see them coming, like, oh, no, we need to have like a scholarly, you know, back and forth, you know, like no one needs it. So find other things to talk about that you can relate to. Focus on those if you want to interweave Islam in those, but just lighten up the conversation and don't be afraid to laugh a little. Okay. Smile a little. It doesn't always have to be like you versus the world. All right. If you need any help and support, you know, I'm here. We have one more part in this series I'm really excited about was where we talk about not just you and the family, but you and this potential new spouse that you might be having who could be part of a different culture or maybe one that you've already married and you aren't getting along so well. We did a podcast in like back, back when I talked about marriage, about intercultural marriages. And so many of you guys loved it. I think it will be a great finality in ending this series and just like having that full circle. Well, now you're going to end up having your own family and some of the things that involves and kind of how to navigate those waters. All right. Thank you so much for joining us in the podcast and for continuing to support everything that we do here and being part of what we do here. It is so incredibly important you have a community that you love to come and visit. And if you guys know you have tons of free resources on my website, www.mindful-muslima.com. Now we're on TikTok, so follow us there. Leave us a review in the podcast if any of this has been helpful. It really means a lot to me because I read every single review and it lets other women know they can come here and get help because that's how people determine if stuff is worth listening to, right? And then also, don't forget, I'm traveling worldwide right now. Connect with me on Instagram. See where I'm at. Share things with me. I want to connect with you. I want to hear you. Sometimes you guys send me awesome restaurants to go to. Or you're like, hey, what are you eating right now? I want to know what that is. And, you know, whatever it is, I love connecting with you. Let's keep up. And, and if you're in Thrive, I am missing you from over here, but also seeing everything you guys are talking about online. That's what's so cool. It's like we're all in different countries. We have women in hundreds of countries and they are just still connecting online from wherever they are every week, doing challenges, doing everything. I love it. Love you guys all for the sake of Allah. Let's keep up this positive vibe and support and motivation for one another. Reach me anytime. Reach my team if you have trouble with anything, if you need resources. Mindfulness at mindful-muslima.com. I will catch you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I cannot tell you how many women listen to this podcast. They get enlightened on whatever subject and they feel inspired to be a better Muslim. They start to do something a little bit more on the dean, more straight path, more positive. Maybe they stop wearing as much makeup or they start to think of putting on hijab or they start praying on time, whatever. And they're born Muslim. And their families start to realize that they're changing. They make fun of them. Oh my gosh, what do you like? What are those Salafi? What are you strict? What are you this? And people give them a really hard time. Or like very similar experience to reverts who come to Islam and leave whatever, like the partying, the clubbing, the dating, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. And then they decide they want to like put on hijab, wear modest clothing, be closer to Allah, make, you know, forgiveness to Allah, talba and all that stuff. And their family's like, whoa, whoa, what's with the religious, you know, cultish thing? So they have a very similar experience, these two groups. And today in the podcast, we're going to talk about exactly how you can deal with family and friends, right? Who don't accept your new approach on life. 
Let's get to it. Hello, Assalamualaikum. Thank you for joining us at the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast, where we come to you Mondays and Fridays, twice a week, to give you tons of life advice. And so many of you are really struggling with a lot of emotional things, relationships, and that's why we're here to bring you a ton of support. We are in part three of the Revert series, and we are excited to talk about today because this is something we know that will help to have a huge impact on some really heavy things that you're dealing with. 